Welcome to Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I'm your host. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, Fides is Latin for faith and truth, and that's what we do on this show is talk about truth and talk about faith. Uh, thanks for being here. Uh, the great song that you're hearing in the background is my friend Frank Camp. You could find him on Spotify. Great song. This song is called Heaven Can Wait. But thanks for being here, and let's get right to it. Okay, and welcome to another edition of Fides Podcast. My name is Jerry Serino, and I am your host. I'm very pleased to have with me today Jennifer Solosky. Jennifer, um, also known as the Pro-Life Mama, um, has a, a really nice uh, Facebook page and um, has, a, has a mission um, uh, for herself and for others. And uh, I wanted to welcome, welcome you, Jennifer. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So, if you look at um, if you look at your site, you you say you describe yourself as having a mission to encourage, mentor, and inspire women and men um, who want more from life. How how did this sort of mission come about in your life? What what sort of prompted you to create go from Jennifer Solosky, just <laughs> you know, a mom, a person, whatever, to the pro life mama? Um, and having a site and, and wanting to reach and encourage men and women. Yeah, no, definitely. So I think I kind of grew up in a way that my mom raised me to believe that I was always called to make a difference. But for many, many years, despite living a really fulfilling life, I really never knew what my purpose was. And it, it's something that really ate at my soul. There were times I would just weep over it. Really, my defining moment was actually when I faced my own unplanned pregnancy. Um, and I've always been against abortion. We grew up in a very pro-life, conservative family. Um, and I would post about it occasionally. But there's something really different when you experience pregnancy yourself. You know, feeling the baby move, hearing the heartbeat, seeing the ultrasounds it made the horror of abortion that much more real, that much more tangible per mm -hmm. se, um, because it's suddenly that much more personal. And um, in facing my own unplanned pregnancy, I also was um, incredibly nervous. It was not a very good time in my life. Um, you know, when I found out I cried, it wasn't tears of joy. I was scared to death. I was afraid of what my family would think, what my church would think. I was going through a divorce. So a lot of the fears and insecurities and shame and the different things that um, women feel sometimes when they do find out the pregnancy, um, you know, they're pregnant. It's one of those things where I can really relate to that. Mm -hmm. And so it was in that, that suddenly I became the pro-life mama. Uh, it was just, it, it just kind of happened. The page grew very organically. Um, and it just is something that uh, has kind of really grown and, and become a really amazing community of people who, um, have that similar vision to help see an end to abortion. And at the same time, realizing that to do that, we have to help women. We have to help the families who are facing these unplanned pregnancies. And it's just kind of grown from there. Yeah, that's great. And it's, it's really nice to hear because, um, you know, you, you said you were scared, you cried, you know, obviously I think anyone listening could, could understand your situation and, you know, you hear, those sort of arguments from the pro-abortion side that say, well, what about this case? Well, what happens if, you know, all these cases and they're verse, you know, what if a woman's poor and so on? And, and those are yeah. heartbreaking for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you're coming out saying, Hey, we get it. Of course, those are feelings. Um, we're here to help. Cause I think I, I've heard this said before is that um, 
by pro pro abortionists that say you only care about babies in the womb outside the womb you don't care yeah and in your living proof that you're saying no it's not the case yeah no definitely it's it's funny you bring that up because like I said, that's just one of those things that just kind of naturally happened where people started messaging the page and saying, Hey, I'm pregnant. Can you help? And, um, my, my husband said once, and I loved his comment because he's like, one of my favorite things is when pro-choicers ask my wife, what are you doing for born children? And he's like, because this woman puts her money where her mouth is. And I, I can't take the credit fully for that because I was raised in a family where we were taught to give, but also the community is the one who rallies behind when I post these needs. Mm-hmm. And we have raised tens of thousands of dollars to help women and not even just in situations where they're facing an unplanned pregnancy. It just could be a family that's struggling to pay a bill. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be, um, some, you know, a woman who may or may not even have children. Most often they do just because of the, you know, the, the content of the page. Um, it could be that they weren't able to afford Christmas gifts because of a hardship. It could be anything. So it's not even just specifically helping families relating to abortions because there are ministries that do that specifically that way. We try to really help anyone who comes to us and presents a need and we, you know, validate their story and whatnot. So it just is something that really has grown. But personally, I do. It's something I really believe in is that we have to put our money where our mouth is. We have to be pro-life in action. And that's really what my vision is, is to raise a tribe of people who realize that it's going to take more than just being against abortion. It's going to take advocates, you know, advocacy. It's going to take reaching out and changing the hearts and minds of women and making sure that they know the help that is available to you. Because I do understand, like I said, I was going through a divorce. I lost a big chunk of my income. I lost a job while I was pregnant. Um, I was working for my church. I was afraid. I hid my pregnancy for months. Um, I was afraid to tell my family. So I get all of those things and those things suck, but I'm saying, instead of saying termination is what's going to help, how about we address the needs of women and actually better their life and set them on a course to change their life with the baby on their hip. You know, because I believe that abortion also hurts women, you know, and the statistics show just that despite the incredible denial from the pro-choice community to say we're pro-choice, but yet those women, apparently their voice doesn't matter, but they're rising up more and more. And they're saying my abortion hurt me. I was pressured to abort. I was lied to, I was manipulated. And we can see this time after time. I'm not saying that's always the case, but we can't deny that the legality of abortion doesn't hurt women because they are often at times victims too. Of course, the baby is the ultimate victim, but I just, you know, I feel very passionately that we have to, we have to start taking more action to end abortion, especially now more than ever with the current political climate. Yeah, that that's really, really well said. And I, I have had so many people on my podcast that have talked about themselves being lied to and, um, you know, forced or held down. I'm I'm looking at my list of guests and my one guest that I interviewed uh, uh, last week that'll be coming out soon was actually held down when she tried to leave. Oh my goodness. Um, The the lies that are put and, and exactly, you know, the saying that, Hey, there's no help. You know, if you're poor, what are you going to do? There is so much help and support out there by so many groups, churches, groups, individuals, it's unbelievable. Certainly your group is, is, is there for, uh, not only for the baby, for medical needs, clothing, diapers, but also for support. And I think is huge. Um, what, what do you see the future of the pro-life mama? What do you see as, uh, uh, you, you're doing down the road? 
Gosh, I love that question because I have so many dreams and visions and sometimes it's easy to forget that because, you know, as a mom, I do have an autistic son and I have a very needy baby and mother, you know, being a mother is amazing, but it is hard. Um, And so sometimes we have to kind of shelf those dreams a little bit just because right now, you know, being pro-life for me is also being the best mother that I can be and and working to, you know, with my children and stuff. But I do, I definitely have a vision of where I'd like for this ministry to go. Um, I have it in sight to possibly at some point anyway, um, I would love to become a nonprofit. So that way we can start raising even more money for families in need. Um, you know, I also just experiencing postpartum depression, you know, it's those type of things we hear as excuses as well. Um, know the hardships that can come from, you know, having a baby, not just being pregnant, but also, you know, afterwards, sometimes dealing with the emotional, you know, hormonal changes and stuff. And, um, you know, going through that myself this time around has brought a lot of awareness to that. And just sometimes I think sometimes moms just need a little bit of help. And I, you know, maybe even taking it in that direction where we start addressing some of those needs in terms of maybe creating some kind of ministry that can go in and clean mom's houses so they can just rest like little things that I think sometimes we forget, um, because they've just become so normal and so accustomed that we forget that motherhood, motherhood is hard, Mm -hmm. but it still never justifies abortion. And, um, I think my grand vision, because this is an area that's very personal to me, um, is that I would love to someday go into churches and begin to teach the church how to address better address women facing unplanned pregnancies who are not married, because I can tell you that a lot of the fear and the guilt that I felt in the shame was from what are, what is my Christian family, my church family going to think, and we can look at the statistics, even though, you know, they're not a hundred percent because it's not a well-regulated or tracked thing, which is just asinine, but when we look at the statistics, they're showing that like 50 to 60% of women who are having abortions claim to be Christians or, you know, believers will say that way. We'll say believers. Mm-hmm. So they're women sitting in pews and they like me are scared to death of the shame and the judgment. And we need to teach the church how to better handle that to say, listen, we love you and your baby and, and we will do whatever to help you guys. You know, we need to really, if we're going to change again, the heart to, to, to change the culture regarding the belief in abortion, we have to change the, the ideology surrounding it. And so we look at these, you know, unwed team teen moms and we do, we think, oh, they, you know, they got married or they should have used the protection. And there's all these stigmas surrounding that. And what they need is someone to come in and say, you are enough Mm -hmm. and wherever you are lacking, we will help. And we have to start teaching the church, I believe, to better address this issue. They need to rise up. They need to step up and they need to begin to teach about the, you know, the development of the baby. They need to be able to say, if you're facing an unplanned pregnancy, here's how we can help, you know, and really start speaking out more regarding this topic, because I do believe that in the grand scheme of things, the church has really dropped the ball in that arena. And, um, I think that that would take a huge step forward towards ending abortion. If the church, if you look at how many churches there are collectively began to speak out more against it and actually started offering better resources, you know, we have all these churches with missions and, and I'm not saying international missions isn't important. My mom was a missions director in church. And so that missions is something that's on my heart, 
but sometimes the need is right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. It's the woman facing an unplanned pregnancy. It's the pastor's daughter who's being pressured to abort. It's right there in front of us. And sometimes that's where the missions needs to happen first. Like God said, you have to start in your own house. Correction starts in the in our own house. And so I really think that the, you know, speaking in churches is something that's very personal to me just because it's something that did weigh very heavily on my heart to the point where I hid half of my pregnancy, um, in, in fear and shame because of just fear of how that would be, you know, um, seen and viewed. And so every, you know, every child, no matter how they are conceived should be viewed as a gift in something beautiful. Um, and so let's work on addressing how we speak to those women and, and again, how we can better help them. So that's something that I personally would love to do. Um, how soon that will happen. I don't yeah. know. Um, but that is something that I'm very, very passionate about. Oh, that's great. That that's those are really good points. Actually, um, I, I don't know that that specific topic has been addressed, at least on my program, um, as far as like looking at churches and in the community and accepting people for you know an unplanned pregnancy, which is certainly a nerve wracking thing for anybody. And yeah. it and it and it's probably you could add to that probably not only the woman but the the father and also sure. the family of the, the two. Family. You know, and um, those are really good points because everyone needs to just come together and be non-judgmental and supportive and and, and, and all that and the like. So, no, that's really good. Those are really, really excellent points. So. So with this great mission um, that you have, that is that is really important and and I think um, can be very helpful to people. Mm -hmm. How can people find you? Well, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Um, so you can find me both of those places. I also have a personal page on Facebook where I post even more about um, some of these things that I'm passionate about and try to raise awareness about, you know, postpartum because, you know, my vision definitely, I'm definitely the pro-life mama, but I, I like I said, I want to help people change their lives. And so there's a lot of different ways that I try to do that. But definitely if you find me on Instagram um, or Facebook, you're going to find our community. We also have um, linked from our Facebook page. We have a woman's only pro-life group that I created where women can just come together and just have a safe place to really share their views and whatnot. Um, because I think just again, with the political climate, a lot of times it's very easy to feel secluded, especially if yeah. you're like newer or you're just like not sure how to make a bigger difference in the pro-life community and, and, and helping to save uh, babies and help women. Um, you know, we have that private group so people can see that they're not alone. Um, and there's also a form on there. So if you are watching this and you have that desire to make a bigger difference um, and to see how you personally can help help to see an end to abortion or better help families. I have a questionnaire on my uh, Facebook page that you can fill out and I will message you back personally and share some different ways based on the answers you share um, and how you can get more involved because it doesn't always look like having this big like page, right? That not everybody is called to do this, right? In the same way, not everyone's called to do what you're doing. God has given us all gift, different gifts and talents. For some women, they feel really led to, uh, you know, maybe connect with post-abortive women who have been wounded and hurt by abortion and who are looking for a place to use their voice to help, you know? And I think it's really important that the pro-life community realizes that we need to be embracing these women because their voice matters and there's no one better who can say, because as you, you and I both know, they often will say, hey, 
until you've been there or walked in their shoes. Well, these women have walked in those shoes. Not that you have to have had an abortion or faced an unplanned pregnancy because abortion is a human rights injustice. So every single person, every single human is qualified to speak out against it, period. Mm -hmm. But if you are someone who's looking to be more involved, I'd be happy to, you know, help, uh, help those people figure out how to start taking action. Because I, again, that's really the core of my, my vision is I don't want to just there be one, uh, pro-life mama. I want to be someone who is equipping and joining hands with other people and raising a whole freaking tribe of pro-life mamas. Yeah. And I, I just pulled up for those watching, um, on YouTube or rumble, which I'm on as well. Um, this is the page. So if you go to Facebook, you could just search under the pro-life mama, um, and it's there. And then, uh, you could obviously, uh, you know, go through here and there's, uh, I believe there's, there's some links here that you can go to if you want to get yes. into some of the further in, um, areas that, uh, uh, that Jennifer had mentioned. Um, it's a really good site. And I, I did go into to these, um, these other links here as well. And um, it, it's really great for all the reasons that you gave and you're doing great stuff. And, and I'd, and I'd encourage others, you know, who are, you know, whether they're pre or post abortive or they're men, they're young men. Um, I have a lot of great stories on this podcast, different episodes of people that come from all different scenarios, uh, whether they're like Jennifer's or there, there are other situations. So um, including men um, that are, that are on the show as well. So uh, you can get lots of support and help out there. Um, certainly from the pro-life mama, uh, you can find her on Facebook. Jennifer, thanks so much for being here. Hey, what's your um, Instagram name? Is it the Pro-Life Mama? The, yep, it's the exact same. The same thing. Okay, so you yep. can find find Jennifer on all, all those areas. Uh, Jennifer, thanks so much for being on. I appreciate it. I love your passion. Uh, it seems Thank like you. you could you could speak about this for hours on end, and I love <laughs> it. So that's great. So thanks for being here. You're welcome. Thanks for having me anytime. And thank all of you for listening. It's been a, it's been a pleasure having you on uh, Fides podcast today and look forward to uh, seeing you next time. All right.